Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hi, money makers. Welcome back to another episode of Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. This episode is the sweet life of the C-suite. So you know I have my favorite C-suite member back again, my COO, my chief operations officer, Adrian here. Adrian, thank you for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So excited to have you here because the first episode of The Sweet Life of the C-Suite, we learned all about Adrian and our journey together and how we got here as the most dynamic duo that ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least in, you know, in this part of town. Yeah. <laughs> In this uh, small version of our world, we're pretty damn dynamic. In our wow world. In our wow world. <laughs> love it. I love the wow world. Me too. What a cool thing. So today we wanted to get a little bit more into the nitty gritty of business and talk through what's been going on at wow for Q1 and Q2 of 2022. Yeah. Oh, that was my mind blown. <laughs> you've done so much in such a short amount of time i know it's so much oh my god that was the best breath out i've ever taken like it was just like (laughs) (laughs) so we've done so many things and the first so i guess we should just say really quick as a recap for anything before this year is that we opened wow in august of 2020 august 8th so it's 0808 2020. Very easy to remember. Some good numerology. It is, right? I was like, eight's a really lucky number. I think in um, like the Chinese culture. Yeah. It's a really lucky number. And I was like, I'm just taking all the luck I can get. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's worked out for us so far. It sure has. <laughs> it sure has. So we opened then and we had... um. Really, when I look back at the opening day pictures, the store's like empty. I wasn't even there. You weren't even at the opening. I was at the New Black. You were working the New Black that yeah, day. Yeah, there was, there was that weird time where like everyone, but you know, we you? had employees at WOW. Like, you, yeah, everyone except for me was over at WOW. And I was like, guys. I want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I know. I felt bad. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. We're yeah. gonna we're figuring this out. Yeah, I had to hold down the fort. <laughs> it was okay. only like a couple months. Yeah. We moved above wow in like December. Yeah, it was cold. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't sure if we would be able to get in before January, but we could. Yeah. So we moved into a studio space and out of our storefront for the new black, and it's now above woman-owned wallet on Market Street in Nulu, just like a downtown area of Louisville, Kentucky. And now we have offices and a podcast studio slash content mm-hmm. creation studio. Yeah, we're just taking over the space. We love slowly. it. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many opportunities in this building because there's two retail storefronts. There's a breezeway in between them, a really cool courtyard. There's what? One, two, three, four, five offices mm-hmm. that are smaller. 
There's a shared kitchen, a bathroom, and then there's two basically like apartments upstairs. So there's so many opportunities to take over (laughs) and have lots of cool stuff in this space. Yeah. So we were doing pretty good. I mean, our first year of WOW, which was August to August, we did make a hundred grand. Yeah. We made six figures in the first year. Go us. (laughs) Y'all. I'm like, yeah, six figures in six months is bullshit. Like blah, blah, blah. It's mm, It can be. Well, and also when you consider that everything in WOW is under $50, Mm -hmm. makes it even more impressive. Yeah, don't get mad at us because this holiday, I think we're going to go up to 75. Yeah, but it's probably going to be like it's, 60. It's going to be worth it because the products that are causing that that push are going to be worth it. So. 100%. Like it was just this like number I put on. Wow. Because there's so much around us that has like really high price points. Yeah. And we were like, what? $400 for like a bag? Uh, Okay. And yeah. like that's just out of my price point. So I was like, well, if we're going to do this, you know, we want to give women an opportunity to shop and give gifts to all their friends and themselves and their family and all the people they love at an affordable price point. Yeah. Which under 75 is still very affordable. I think so. Yeah. For good shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good dope sells itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned that on another episode because it's just such a good line that, that Adrian and I heard at a Startup Week Louisville. Mm-hmm. It's such a good, that was like the one I say all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we had everything under that and so much of it is stickers. $5 stickers. The fact that we made a hundred grand. Mean, I didn't realize that stickers were such a hot commodity. Me either, girl. Who yeah. knew? I guess it's all those emotional support water bottles. Mm-hmm. They need covering. They do. Yeah. I just have an emotional support. <laughs> ice coffee. Melted ice coffee. <laughs> Melted ice in my iced coffee. There's like three in the fridge usually at any given time. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand how you do that. I know. Mine's gone. Like, I can't keep a drink around. I do drink them, though. Like, I'll drink them the next day, which <laughs> yeah. is gross. But it's in the fridge. Now, I have switched over to a hot, hot. one. Yeah. Because even when the hot ones get cold, it doesn't bother me. Mm. Like, I, I'm, I'm still drinking it. I like that it's cold now because it's like I get a hot coffee and an iced coffee in the same day. Yeah. Well, especially with the weather, coffee. too. You know, Kentucky weather is... <laughs> Always, always switching up. But in the morning, it's cold. And then in the afternoon, it's hot. Mm -hmm. So kind of your coffee just goes along for your day. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. See, it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we, we made six figures our first year. It felt so good to be able to do that. And then the world was opening up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Because remember, you know, 2020 was like our opening. We didn't make that much money. But then getting into 2021, once everybody got like vaccinated and June was really crazy for us that year. Oh, my God. Because people are like, finally, I've been in my house for a year plus. I'm ready to get out. Yeah. But they couldn't quite travel yet. Mm -hmm. So I felt like we met a lot of our like local customer in, in that year, you know, in 2021 in June. And then we hit our six figures by August, had a really great holiday season. And then 2022. Mm -hmm. Then I kind of caught us up. I mean, there's a lot more shit that happened, but (laughs) we could go on for days. Yeah. We should just have an entire (laughs) sweet life of the C-suite podcast, but that's okay. We're going to condense. So in 2022, January, 
We welcomed Adrian to being the COO of WOW and the New Black. Yeah. Officially. Double. You got two promotions <laughs> at once. That's amazing, though. Yeah. Like, who does that? You were definitely <laughs> always the CEO of the New Black. Ever since we moved out of the mall, you definitely were. Yeah. But it was good to give you that official title. Yeah. Well, because it's also whenever working for a small business and people are like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You're like, what don't I do? Like, I everything. do a little bit of everything. So, but also, you know, having a, a laid out position and title is also, but I still do a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. The beauty of it is that operations goes into every part of the business. So you definitely have your hand in every cookie jar. Yeah. That's the way I like it. And that's the way the C-suite has to be. Like I needed to make sure that with this new position and with this official title and the salary and mm-hmm. benefits. <laughs> Y'all, she has like a month off in the year. It's great. I know. <laughs> I was I like, still got days I got to use up before. The I day. know. I was like, take those days, please. You got mental health days, you got mm-hmm. sick days, you got bereavement days, you get your birthday off paid, Yeah, all the holidays of the year. And then on top of that, you get PTO. <sighs> I'm really good boss. Living large. <laughs> <laughs> I say that and then I go away uh, for seven weeks and leave Adrian by herself. She's like, bitch. It's a trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> so we added Adrian to the C-suite. And I really wanted to have that weight a little bit of like, this is serious. This wow isn't going anywhere. It is only going up. (laughs) And I need that support that you had always given me to have a title that matched it. I always needed that. Yeah. And I have moved you over more into wow. And we kind of took a little bit of a moment, a little breather with the new black and we put it online still available order it today please we love you we will make you a dress yeah a jumpsuit however we knew that we had to put so much focus into wow whereas like 2021 it was like 50 percent wow 50 percent the new black and before that it was like 100 percent the new black zero to yeah. <laughs> wow so like we shifted and then in 2022 we knew that like 90 percent needed to be in well. Mm-hmm. So we shifted everything over, gave you them those PTO, those sweet, sweet days yeah. and health insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys know I was like all last season, I was like, and I got to offer health insurance this year and I feel like such a bad bitch. <laughs> but here's the bad bitch that gets the health insurance. Yeah. Adrian's That's here. right. She's proof. Yeah. <laughs> and it's made a world of a difference. I love it. Oh, I good. always hate it. Like, I had health insurance whenever I worked at the theater, but then there was like a couple of years where I had to do all the health insurance stuff myself and I hate it. It's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> fun. So it's great. It's a weight off my shoulders. So. Absolutely. And I feel like just because we both utilize Gusto mm. and Gusto is generous and gave us a beautiful affiliate link that we're going to tell you all about a lot (laughs) on this podcast where I just feel like because of Gusto, it made all of that possible. Yeah. And what that's what we run our payroll on. Mm -hmm. That's what we run HR through. We have performance reviews from it. And even you have Gusto wallet. Yeah. Which is great. 
Yeah. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So it's an app that Gusto created that basically it's an at a glance for your account. So you see when you're getting paid next, you're able to split up your paycheck, your direct deposits. So you can split it multiple ways. So like for me, half of it goes into my personal, half of it goes into my joint account with my husband. And then they also allow you to have savings goals. So if you want a certain dollar amount taken out of your paycheck, each paycheck, it will pull that aside for you as well. So like in a few years, I'm going to need a new car because mine is old. And a few years, we're getting a new one before. Yeah, I mean, it's going to shit out soon at some point. Um, (laughs) So I'm just anticipating that. So I've started like a savings goal to help me whenever that happens. But yeah, it's great. And then just Gusto itself has been really helpful Mm -hmm. for us in terms of you know, streamlining some things and, um, you know, they make the whole onboarding process very easy for new hires, which we've done a few of for WOW this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, payroll, they track your time. They do mm-hmm. all kinds of things. It's basically putting all the tools you need at your fingertips, which is awesome. I completely agree. And I've been such a lover of using Gusto in my business since I started hiring employees for the new black. So I've yeah. used them for six years plus. I mean, I didn't utilize them, I think, the first year of the new block because I just didn't have employees. But ever since then, amazing. And they make sure that you're, they file all the taxes, figure out all the taxes for you. And then they withdraw that from your account with the payroll and they pay it to the respective places. So it's like amazing that I don't have to worry about taxes with y'all. Yeah. It's all handled. <laughs> payroll taxes can be so much and so confusing if you let them. And Gusto makes it so, so easy. And it also allows us to like create so much of our own experience within it. So like you can add, um, like you said, the onboarding. Mm -hmm. So like it does the new hire filing for you. So I was like, oh, thanks. And it does (laughs) um, where it sends them everything with their W4s, W2s, I9s, like all the forms. And I've never felt as a business owner that I had my shit together as much as I do when I'm like, my payroll's handled. Yeah. My HR is handled. And it even just immediately, like I don't have to do anything for it to send you a W-2. Right. And a, or 1099s for employees that we've had. The only thing is you can't be the only employee on there. So if you're self-employed, it's not the best option. But if you hire on your first employee, hire them on with like the confidence that Gusto gives you. Yeah. Because I've done it other ways and it's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. So and Gusto's many ways. just so user friendly. It is. And it's not even that expensive. So if you utilize our affiliate link, um, that's going to be in the show notes. You receive a $100 Visa gift card after you run your first payroll. And we receive money from Gusto as well. So I'm happy personally to walk you through that on a Zoom call or in person and help you hire your first, hopefully women or <laughs> just minority people, um, especially women of color. Like, And I hope that I can in- entice you to pay them even more. <laughs> so maybe I'm good and maybe I'm not. But And just, you know, people that are LGBTQIA+, like, please make sure that we're, we're creating these amazing new businesses with spaces for as many cool people as possible and gusto makes that easy and as we've scaled and grown and brought on new people it's only a few dollars extra per person yeah they have multiple different plans depending on the stage of your business absolutely so it can be the start and the end yeah (laughs) (laughs) and all the middle too 
If you've listened to the podcast before, you've probably heard me mention how I recently was able to start providing health insurance to my long-term love of an employee, Adrian, my COO. (laughs) This was a first for me, and I couldn't have done it without the help of Gusto. Thank you so much, Gusto. This is an easy-to-use human resources platform that makes growing your business a breeze. No matter the size or stage of your business, Gusto puts the tools you need to hire, pay, and manage your team all at your fingertips. Whether you're hiring your first employee or looking to raise productivity amongst your team, Gusto has a plan for your small business. Head on over to our show notes for our affiliate link to unlock your team's potential today. Let me know if you use our link because I'll happily personally walk you through starting on Gusto and running your very first payroll. Because if you use our link, you get a $100 Visa gift card and Gusto provides me a little kickback too, so I can help you for free. Let me know when you're ready to get started with Gusto. So it's really cool. Definitely check that out. Um, Definitely wasn't planning to run through all of that, but I was like, Adrian knows. Yeah. We both utilize it and she's the one who's doing payroll right now mm-hmm. as a COO. <laughs> but as we bring on a CFO, I'm going to offload that. <laughs> so Which is fine by me because I am not a numbers person. Amanda will tell you. <laughs> I've been, I'm the numbers girl. Yep. Adrian's the words. That's right. You'd think I knew words because I talk so much. <laughs> But it's a lot of fluff. Yeah. (laughs) But I know my numbers. I love numbers. And I think that's why, I mean, I love them when I can remove the emotion (laughs) and pressure. Sometimes I'll apply for a loan, like Adrian saw me do this, where I was like, all right, that's all I can do today. I'm serious. I have to go home. (laughs) I was like, this is stressful. I have to leave. (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) I'm like, that's all I have today. I'm sorry. I don't have anything else left for you. So we have to like plan out the financial days. Mm-hmm. And that's why Melissa is so important to me because she's held my hand through so many things that I just just needed some support around in recognizing that I had financial like trauma and not and I didn't have enough financial literacy for so long. It was like way too much. Yeah. So yeah. So we love Melissa. We love you. We love you, Melissa. We know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we brought on you uh, as COO and kind of the weight of that, but also all the benefits and all the perks that come with it. Yeah. And now you're sitting, you know, or you're standing tall <laughs> sitting right now, but yeah. you're sitting tall too Yeah, <laughs> in your position and you're taking it seriously and you're developing yourself as a leader. You're a great manager as well. And I feel like for me as somebody who is all about the numbers, one of my lacks of communication is like, I don't want to write anything down. <laughs> I just need somebody to write things, like follow me around and write shit down. Yeah. <laughs> and after all of our meetings, Adrian does that really well. Yeah. I'm a big note taker. Big note taker. List maker. She is. And I keep it all like, that's what I internally process is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I can just get them all done. So it doesn't ever bother me, but I know that as I grow as a leader, that clear communication is kind communication. And my goal is to be kind and clear. And it allows us to grow together 
yeah. versus me just being by myself. <laughs> but I was by myself for a very long time. You were. So it's, that's a hard one to break. But I'm good at delegating. Yeah, you are good. Delegating. I'm like, no, I don't want to do all the things. I just want to do what I'm really great at. And I know you're really great at the opposite. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to do all the shit you don't want to do. Yeah. Just some of it. <laughs> yeah. As we discussed, that delegating is our word for mm-hmm. 2023 and some of 2022. Yeah. I think we did a good job of 2022, but yeah. we're always getting better at it. Well, for Q1, so we brought you on. You got that health insurance, that sweet, sweet health insurance. Yeah. And we celebrated your three years in January 2022. Why don't you tell the people what we did? <laughs> we went to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did, we did go to Disneyland, but we did a lot of other things. So as Amanda has probably told you before on the podcast, the past couple of years, she's taken a few weeks off at a time to kind of go get her mind right, reflect, come up with some new ideas for the business. And so she went to LA this past time and she was there for, how many weeks were you there for? I stayed in LA for a month. And before I went to LA, I went on a cruise with my family to Mexico. And that was like technically my vacation because then (laughs) I just call them retreats. Yeah. (laughs) I retreat into my own cocoon and then I process and like you said, kind of process what has already happened and think of things that we could do in the future. And I did that in LA this time. In 2021, I did it in Orlando. Yeah. So both times I went to Disney (laughs) because I love Disney. Yeah. So towards the end of her stay, the like last two weeks... I she flew me out very fancy so fancy on that frontier flight <laughs> it was it was a spirit flight spirit. and I'll tell you what it was a great flight it was direct at least it was direct I got the whole entire row to myself mm. and we flew through the sunset the whole entire time oh, it was so beautiful pretty. yeah it was great so yeah m- met you there and Amanda had a bunch of things planned for us we were doing quite a bit of work we were doing a lot of content work yeah mostly content creation while content we were, we were meeting with manufacturers as well mm-hmm. for the fabric new sourcing yeah fabric sourcing so we were we were doing business stuff we got to go <sighs> to buka studios mm-hmm. for a content day which was super fun there is a girl on instagram who we both love. Her name is Champagne. And Champagne. She has, yeah, she has this cat. Her and her cat have become famous on Instagram and TikTok. And her cat's name is Pony. Yeah, and we she's love a very, Champagne and Pony. Yes, a very sassy little cat that loves to talk. And they're both fashionistas and we love them. But Champagne has a content studio in downtown LA where she does a lot of murals, but she each like wall was a different setup, different like color waves. So basically you can rent it out and we brought tons of outfits and shot a bunch of content. We videos. brought too much. <laughs> we brought a lot. Yeah. And LA was hard to navigate and park in. <laughs> so we were late. Yeah. But I mean, I just paid for it. So it was fine. And luckily yeah. nobody was after us. Right. So we great. just st- kept saying like, so we're not done yet. Yeah. I'm just like, can I order extra the- hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, of course. No one's here. Right. Please pay me more money. And I was like, I'd love to put money in your wallet. Yeah. But it was great because it's like one of those things that you see on Instagram all the time. Like Champagne was always, you know, shooting there, obviously, because yeah. it's her studio. But just to go and see it in person was really fun as well. Because, you know, we're just small town girls. <laughs> <laughs> just small town girls doing big things. Big things. Yeah. 
And yeah. it, I think, you know, when you see, even when you guys see us, you'll see us on social media and you think it's this massive place because we got, you know, big dick energy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and big witch energy mm-hmm. right now is spooky season. But we definitely, I mean, it's a 400 square foot space. It's not yeah. that big, but we definitely Get command. Out of it. Yeah. We do. We command. We have a commanding presence. And we try to be as big as we can and do as much as we can with our space. And it's truly not about the space. It's just when you guys walk in and you get the vibes. That's what we got when we went to Buka Studios. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we went a whole day and it was amazing. Yeah. And that wasn't even the first thing we did. No. It's like right when you got there, we went to Pink Taco. Yeah. Had some Pink Tacos. tacos. Was it the first night that we had the encounter with the possum? (laughs) Oh, I think we got locked out out of, of the Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. And the people who lived in the front, like we were staying in a little guest house behind the, the main house and mm-hmm. they were there. The The guy was just asleep. <laughs> like he was passed out in his recliner. Yeah. Probably high, <laughs> yeah. which is fine. I'm I mean, down. It's legal there. So. Yeah. But yeah, so we couldn't get him to wake up. We were like knocking on their door at like 10 p.m. trying to get because the gate was locked. So we couldn't even get to the house that was locked. It was the gate. The the keypad. Yeah. Had died like the battery in the keypad died. (laughs) And so we couldn't get in. And I was like, I'm sorry, Adrian, that this is your first (laughs) moment in L.A. Yeah. And can't even get into the fence. Right. But so we, we, we figured it out. We turned over your suitcase. Yep. And I stepped on it, which was kind of a hard suitcase. Yeah, it was like a hard shell case. And then I stepped up on, see, I took my shoes off, <laughs> stepped up onto the uh, big trash can recycling <laughs> bin. Yeah. It was like a tall one. Uh huh. And I was going to jump over, but I was like, I'm going to hurt my fucking ankles. And there's no way I'm going to have Adrian jump this when I'm responsible for you. And yeah. this is brand new health insurance. Like, <laughs> we're still figuring it out at that point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, wait, I can just lift the handle from the back. So I took my purse and I put it over the, the fence and I lifted the handle <laughs> instead of having to jump over. Yeah. But then all while that's happening, I'm like, listen, Amanda, I don't I don't want to startle you, but I need you to know that there's a possum, like a big possum watching us do all this. And it's right over there, just staring us down, staring us down. But he, he scurried off and it yeah. was fine. But Nothing we eventually the made possum, it in. Luckily. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, I don't know if you remember this part, but the uh, the recycling bin I was standing on was in front of the door. So we couldn't open. It. Oh, yeah. And we had to like scoot me on it. <laughs> over a little bit it was a whole ordeal you guys. <laughs> it was really funny it was a whole thing. so then we got in and we were like i just messaged the people and she was like oh i'm so sorry i'm out of town and i was like yeah your husband's like sleeping like <laughs> we tried you know and i said i didn't want you to think i was breaking into your house because they have like outdoor cameras and stuff which i appreciate because i'm a true crime bitch so i'm like mm, please yeah. make sure i know who's coming in but they had, and I was like, you can just watch that footage. It's going to be pretty funny. <laughs> so, and she said, I'm, she was so apologetic. She was like, I'm so sorry. Like I was staying there a month. So, I mean, I paid them a lot of money, you know, to be able to stay there and stuff. And she just, she felt so bad, which she was so sweet. And she was like, if you ever want to come stay again, this was amazing. I was like, it really was. Yeah. It was and in a great spot too. Really good. It was very like central almost. Mm-hmm. It was in um, mid city. Yeah. I kind of forget. Okay. Mid-City or was it Midtown? Culver? <laughs> I don't quite remember. I think it was Mid-City. Yeah. 
it felt it feels right. <laughs> we'll roll with it. We'll roll with can it. Correct us Polly want. can correct us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then also they had a dog named yeah. Homer. Homer. He's so cute. He was so sweet and so soft. His little ears. He was mm-hmm. like a little velvet ears. Like a cocker spaniel. Cocker spaniel, yeah. Yeah. He's oh, cute. So cute. So we stayed in this really cute guest house. Like we were on two different floors. And the next morning we got up and we went on a real housewives tour. Yeah. Ooh, that was so fun. We are big housewives fans. Yeah. Big like, bravo bitches over bravo here. Bravo bitches. Let's <laughs> go. I know. I um I talked to my sister-in-law recently when I went to visit. Uh-huh. And I found out that she is like a major fan. Oh. And I didn't know either. Yeah. And she, I was like, so now I know who to go to BravoCon with because I've got a few of you guys that yeah. I know we would all enjoy I just got it. an ad for BravoCon. You did. Was like, oh. Maybe that's what we'll do for year four <laughs> celebration. Yeah, there you go. I think it would work. Yeah. I don't know when it is, I guess. We'll look at it. Maybe soon. So I don't know. We'll see. But next year. Yeah. And that was, you rented the, you booked the tour through like Airbnb or something, right? Yeah, I do a lot on? through Airbnb. I just prefer, I like the app experience yeah. and everything so I booked it through there and it was this guy that picked us up in a white Bronco because he also did a OJ Simpson tour <laughs> yeah I think that's how he started his tour business right yeah yeah because he was telling us that he had people like taking the tour one time and then they asked him they asked him about a housewives tour yeah they're like we can't find anything that's about housewives or Vanderpump rules yeah, we actually did both. a we did a mashup yeah and it was great because he, I mean, this guy, he was like, oh, well, maybe if that's not a thing on the market, like, I'll do it. And he sat down and watched all the seasons. All of them. Like, for all both of the shows. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. But it was great because, like, as we were walking up to the Bronco, I was like, man, you know, it'd be really cool is if they had, like, at each spot that we stopped at, they had the clip from the show of like what went down there. And he did. He, he had, had an iPad, iPad in his car and he'd be like, and this is the infamous spot where it's not about the pasta. And he would like play <laughs> the clip for us and you just got to like relive that moment. And it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. It was. And then he told us like that pasta was a euphemism for Coke. Yeah. For cocaine. Which makes so much sense. I don't know how. I had no idea. that up. But I was like, oh, I thought it was just pasta. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, maybe it's an LA thing. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting us know. Right. And then um, we, so we did a combo tour of Vanderpump Rules and Beverly Hills Housewives because mm-hmm. we couldn't go to every Housewives house because they're know, gated. <laughs> well, they're gated and they're further away. Yeah. But we did see Kathy Hilton's, I think, old house now. She yeah. doesn't live there anymore. I think she moved. Um, we Which saw- was literally down the street from Lisa Rinna's. I didn't oh, realize, yeah. like, not even. They were like next yeah, they were door very neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw Kyle Richards' old house. Mm-hmm. We saw Lisa Vanderpump's from a very far distance because yeah. we could not get into her neighborhood. We wa- we looked at it from one mountaintop to <laughs> her mountaintop far away. Yeah, he. I think his name was Adam. He was like, see that giant thing right over there? And we we're like, yeah. Villa Rosa. Villa Rosa. We yeah. could tell it was because it's so distinct. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is that Diamonds and Rosé? Her mini ponies. <laughs> yeah, the mini ponies. And like the swings. The swans. The swans. Hanky and panky. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I'm just trying to be as like cute as her yeah. too. I mean, I know she did a lot of weird shit, but you know, there's a lot of good shit too. We yeah. went to Vanderpump Dogs. 
We did. We stopped by there. We saw a lot of the apartments and houses from Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, which uh, were not that exciting as the houses because yeah. they actually were just waitresses and waiters <laughs> right. when they yeah. were on it. <laughs> but we saw some of their like businesses and Sir, other restaurants and things. Yeah, Tom Tom. We Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once we finished up with that, we like walked around the Beverly Hills Hotel, mm-hmm. tried to get pictures, and then this guy on a Segway <laughs> shooed us away. Yeah, rude. <sighs> I was like, dude, people just want to take like, a picture. Why not put a gate in the drive if you don't want people yeah. coming up it? You think they would like put more effort into that? Yeah. So we did that and then we were kind of like, we got some food probably, something like that. And mm-hmm. then I think went by the Oppenheim group for some oh, yeah. sunset. <laughs> yeah. Sunset strip, all mm-hmm. that. That was really fun. And then the next day, I want to say it was the next day, we went to... Maybe that was Buka Studios was the yeah, second Buka day. Yeah, Buka was a little bit later in the week, I think. Yeah, because we really only stayed for like four days in LA. Mm-hmm. And then you and I went to Anaheim. But in LA, we also drove out to Malibu. Yeah. And it brought you to my personal favorite place in the world, Paradise Cove. That was so fun. It is so cool. And we had such an expensive dinner. Everything in so LA was though. expensive, yeah. though. Like, I can't afford to live there. I mean, the parking tickets alone. <laughs> yeah. I spent $1,000 in parking, not just tickets, but in parking. Yeah. In valets and tips and parking garages and an $160 ticket I got. Yeah. It's insane. That's <sighs> so hard. <laughs> yeah. We think we're so spoiled here. We think yeah. I got a parking ticket that was like $15 the other day because yeah. I was parked outside of the store and they randomly decided to start enforcing yeah. parking they never tickets do, again and they did yeah and i was like oh, okay it's only 15 dollars. that's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> just 15 dollars. yeah but yeah that 160 dollar one was pretty yeah, rude was steep mm-hmm. and it was literally like when i was trying to get my nails done before we oh, went to yeah. buka studios yeah which i got them done i just remembered by a girl who was from louisville mm-hmm. she had like just moved there right no she'd still it- been there oh wait I think during the pandemic, I think you're right. So she lived there and she was doing like, um, I think she lived there before, then moved back and she got quarantined in Louisville and then she went back to LA. Oh yeah. So she had been there longer and she had a really cool like boxer boyfriend that she was telling me about and she was like, I can't go to his matches, but he has one right now. So I might have to answer if he wins or loses. (laughs) Like he was like a real boxer. Yeah. And then she told me that she does Kelly Rowland's nails. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> does these child stuff? What? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, we have a really good relationship. And she brought me as the, her plus one to Serena Williams' wedding. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, and Beyonce was at my table. <gasps> And Jay. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? I don't think I'd be able to like, she wasn't allowed to have, cool. I, she said it was so hard. Yeah. Were they like, don't look at me. <laughs> I think it, they had to like not have phones and stuff. So that, like, that's fair. there was no sneaky photos or anything, but you could just have conversation. And I'm sure with her being with Kelly, it yeah. was probably fine. But yeah, it was just such, I felt like so fancy. And she was from Louisville. So we were like talking about back home and all this stuff. And she did a great job. Yeah. I loved my nails. I did the pink so we could mm-hmm. do all the content creation. It was awesome. So we went to Malibu and we had a beautiful, expensive dinner. Um, I was for, 
Oh, it was lunch. You're right. Yeah, because we shot content after that. Yeah. In the sunset. We tried to meet up with that one manufacturer and this, our timing got off. Yeah. And then we did um, go out there to Malibu and just sat on the beach, feet in the sand, mm-hmm. drinking out of pineapples. And yeah. we decided that celebrating your one year anniversary, since we didn't get to celebrate up. <laughs> I mean, we did, but you know, it's pandemic and yeah. it wasn't big. So going out to LA, the first year anniversary was the Housewives tour. The second Mm -hmm. was Malibu. And the third year was Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. So we hung out on the beach and it was just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just enjoyed the day. Yeah. And we ate very slowly so we could stay. (laughs) Yeah. And then we went into the little cove area and we just, we shot some video. I did a bunch of voiceover stuff. Like it was just so cute. Yeah. If you scroll around on our Instagram, you can probably see some of those. Yeah. Although I feel like we haven't really posted a ton from I think this opportunity for us to talk about it will allow us to share a lot of that again. Yeah. So just as you see these episodes popping up, since you're a subscriber (laughs) already, (laughs) definitely check out our Instagram and we'll kind of revive our Mm -hmm. LA trip a little bit because you're right. We didn't share as much as we could have. Yeah. And then we went to Sir and had Mm -hmm. dinner. Think about that garlic pasta. Oh, so good. Just like giant flakes of garlic. I'm Mm -hmm. like, load me up. Load me up. It's (laughs) so good. And then we saw DJ James Kennedy. (laughs) Yes. And a bunch of guys from the show. Yeah. From Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. It was cool. We didn't see, I will say the thing from our trip is like on the Housewives tour, we saw Crystal, her husband. Yeah. The director of The Lion King. Yeah. We saw him. We saw a lot of the men from like Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. and Housewives, but none of the women, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah. I saw Kevin from The Office. Oh, Yeah. Where I driving was, down we the street, we dri- driving down the strip. Yeah. yeah and he we was were like, like outside oh, of a hotel. There he is. <laughs> he was like taking a picture, getting interviewed or something. Yeah. yeah and then we saw Guillermo, mm-hmm. who um, is one of the restaurant owners with That's Sir. Sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we didn't see any of the ladies. Nope. No ladies, all the boys. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because, I mean, no offense, but we want to see the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm here for the ladies. But we're, we're not good with famous people. I'm not <laughs> actually good. Like, we didn't No, ask I would never photos. go up and say hi. I just yeah. admire her from afar. Yeah. Can't I'm do it. Can't do it. Well, we did see another housewife later on. So we'll talk oh, about yeah. that. But once we left there, we went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And we went to both sides. California Adventure and Disneyland and Adrian hadn't been there before. Yeah. I'd only been to Disney World in Florida. So mm-hmm. new experience for me. Mm-hmm. It was great. I hadn't been to Disney in like I think the last time I went, I was like 10. 12. Yeah, you told me it was something like, like I was that. Really, like young. really young. Yeah. yeah. So I never really experienced it as an adult, which was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> See, it is fun, you guys. Yeah. As an adult. Wear your Disney ears mm-hmm. and enjoy. Yeah. Amanda got me Disney ears mm-hmm. for the occasion. I got you like fun. lavender ones with a mm-hmm. pink mini bow. Yeah. They're very fitting. They were. If you guys don't know this, my color is pink and Adrian is lavender mm-hmm. or just any kind of those Purpley. pastels, purples. Yeah. Power color. Power color. It is your power color. Yeah. That's true. Well, I'll just kind of think it's like red is Aries power color. But pink's just a lighter shade. Yeah, red. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's and fine. I mean, red is the color of wow as well. Yeah, it so. is. You're right. Pink and red. Mm-hmm. Bringing them together mm-hmm. to enjoy. 
Y'all know that I love being kind, generous, and I love something sweet. No surprise there. (laughs) Well, after I got a really negative comment on TikTok, I was introduced to the most loving, kind woman named Ashley. Ashley is the owner of Kindness Cookies, and she sent me a massive box full of amazing cookies for me to enjoy. I think I ate them for like a month straight because they're individually wrapped. And now, Kindness Cookies is a sponsor of the WOW podcast. So let me tell you about them. Kindness Cookies is a small, woman-owned business that ships gourmet, chewy, soft cookies nationwide. The mission of the company is to spread kindness through their cookies and through their charitable donations, which makes it the perfect gift for celebrations, birthdays, and really just every day because, well, you always need something sweet, right? I sure do. Every month, there's a new flavor and a new charity to support so you can put your money where your mouth is. Kindness Cookies has seriously hooked us up with a discount for WOW listeners. You can use code WOW for 25% off your first order with Kindness Cookies. So we did Malibu, we did Disneyland, we had the best time, and then we went to a trade show, our first trade show we've ever attended. Yeah. We were not vendors, but we were looking for woman-owned businesses to sell in the shop, and some of them we still have. Yeah. Um, boobies. Uh-huh. <laughs> boobies. Definitely ones. Hotline hair ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we found some cool ones, and we also got to see Melissa. Yeah, Melissa Gorga. Gorga. And Joe. Yes, from <laughs> Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yes. She was a speaker at the trade show, mm-hmm. so we made sure to get there in time that day. We had to leave early. Yeah. We're like, okay, bye, Disneyland. <laughs> we love you, but Housewives. Yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely, like, it was really cool, but again, we didn't get any photos with them because we're just like, or two. Yeah. I just don't want to be like so many people swarm them. Like Joe Gorga was standing maybe like what, like five feet away from yeah, us. So close. In the back, just like admiring his wife do her thing. So cute. And but like people were just like constantly coming up to him asking him for photos. And like he didn't seem annoyed, but I just don't ever want to be that person. I agree. I mean, I think it's really cool that we were just near them and like yeah. that breathing the same air. <laughs> Well, but even like when we get people that walk into the store and they're like, I found you on TikTok. Yeah. And they're like so nervous. And I'm like, oh, hi. Like, let's, yeah. like we're just humans. They're just humans. Mm-hmm. And he seemed pretty happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think he liked the attention. I for mean, sure. <laughs> I'm sure he does. But I just feel like it's the whole parasocial thing that's happening right now where you think you know somebody because you've watched their life. Right on TV or on Instagram. Yeah. And it's like, in reality, it's a very small snippet. of their Yeah. Life. Like, such a tiny part of it. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know. I feel weird. I don't really like my fantasy worlds mm-hmm. truly becoming my reality. Because you don't want to be let down. I feel like that's what people always say about like meeting their heroes. They don't ever want to meet their heroes because they're afraid of being let down by them or being different than what they've built up in their head, you know? Yeah, like I like that they're, and I'm, I don't know, I know they're humans, but they're my entertainment. Yeah. They're my escape and they know that. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to be that for other people as well. But I also just know that they don't fully know me and that I don't fully know them. Like yeah. 
these stars or whatever. But since everybody has access, you know, to being a content creator and being out in the world right now, mm-hmm. we all think we know everyone. And then it allows so much opportunity, like you said, to like let us down. Yeah. And I just am totally fine with it being fantasy and like escapism mm-hmm. versus actually needing the photo. What am I going to do with the photo? Yeah. I'm going to like. Yeah, it's like, what am I going to do with the photo? Because I don't push shit to Instagram. (laughs) What am I? What do I want it for? Yeah. Are you really going to post it on yours? Or are you just going to wait another year to post one more picture of Kelly? I will say, I think that I did um, post some videos of James Kennedy, DJ Kennedy to my Instagram. It's just kind of like, it's like, I like to be adjacent. Yeah. But I don't need to be. Yeah, I don't want to be up in it, but I want to watch from afar. Yeah. (laughs) Because I took video of Melissa speaking. Yeah. But she's on stage. Mm-hmm. And so she's, I didn't feel like that's annoying. Yeah. And DJ Kennedy is on stage. Yeah. So it's not a, as weird to me. Right. So yeah. Anyways, but we had a great time and we found some cool people. We stayed in Paris, the mm-hmm. hotel in Las Vegas. Had a great view of the Eiffel Tower from our room. The Eiffel Tower lit up and the Bellagio fountains were behind it. And yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. Such a cool experience. It was cool. Although I feel like we were so like maxed out on social interactions. Oh so like even after the trade show, like so many people would go out and do stuff afterwards. And we we're like, you want to go get some pizza and sit in the room? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we're like, yes, yeah. let's do it. And honestly, like we just spent time at Disneyland for like we were walking around. The trade show was massive. Like yeah. we spent all of the time before that in L.A. doing stuff like we were just tired. Like we yeah. didn't fully experience Vegas. No, <laughs> by any means. Well, we'll just have to go back. But you did play your first like slot machine? I did. I did gamble for the first. Well, no, not the first time. I've gambled on the boat here before mm. when that was you know, a thing. But yeah, first time in a Vegas casino and Vegas at all. So. Yeah. I mean, I went to Vegas when I was like 17 or 18. So like I couldn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I won money, like 75 bucks, which covered our dinner that we yeah. had yeah. at that Italian <laughs> restaurant oh my God, that so Sterling good. suggested. Yes. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. <sighs> It's so good. I can't there, like, think for so forever. either. Yeah, but w- was it Al Pacino? I mean, there a all the time? lot of people. Like yeah. the, you know, when the, uh, the, I guess the Italians are not starstruck ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's just like a spot where like one of the old mobsters used to hang out yeah. all the time. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, um, there's pictures like all over the walls. Yeah, but signed. it's very like, it's very dark, like had multiple courses, like mm-hmm. so good. Free table wine. Gotta love that. Yeah, you had table wine and a cappuccino at the end, mm-hmm. free salad or soup, yeah. the bread. And then we just ordered our entrees and it was like, I mean, it was maybe, I don't know, everything. Like I said, it was, it's not expensive to stay in Vegas. It's expensive to eat. Yeah. So expensive to eat. So but that wasn't even like for all that food. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was actually a really great deal. Yeah, and maybe we had Sterling. some. Yeah, thanks, Sterling. <laughs> of course, you know the coolest spaces to yeah. go. You do events and everything. You've mm-hmm. got this. You know, finger on the pulse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, we went there. Had a fun conversation with the guy at the table next oh, credit, to us. Credit with Jay. Jay knows credit. Jay knows credit. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> I mean, it was great. I was actually, I was like, oh, I'm learning things. Yeah. Because he was talking to the guy at the table next to him. And this is, a, everybody was pretty close. Yeah. And we were kind of tired of talking. <laughs> we were just <laughs> listening and eating. Mm-hmm. And anyways, we left there. We drove the four days back to Louisville. And we might have made it in three or three and a half. 
Yeah, we did it fast. We did do it fast. And we listened to Morbid, the podcast, the whole way. way. Well, we did watch some Disney movies. I was telling somebody earlier, and I think it's on this podcast with maybe Melissa. Uh (laughs) I was like, we decided at nighttime we would watch Disney movies because then it's not as scary. Mm-hmm. And watching the movie at night, it just shows up so yeah. much better in the car. Mm-hmm. So like it wasn't too bright outside. But then all day it was like, and her head got cut off <laughs> and her legs got cut off. And it's like, and he ate them. And like disgusting craziness that yeah. we we're like, what the fuck? And it just, I love to be shocked. So yeah. like it, all of that is shocks me still. And, but also like, it validates women so much for true crime. Yeah. Like we knew this shit was happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm scared everywhere I go. And a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the ones that we were listening to, it was like, yeah, like the Sunset Strip Killers where we had just oh been and we we're like, oh, that could have been us. Yeah. <laughs> and they were fucking crazy. Yeah, they were. Please listen to Morbid and listen to the Sunset Strip Killers. We also listened to multiple parters. So they yeah, got yeah. really deep into it. But it really helps. They're such great storytellers. It really helps your day go by. Yeah. Super Morbid fast. is like, I'm not huge into the true crime podcast, but I did like Morbid because they keep it light. Yeah. <laughs> and like their banter back and forth is always helpful to like shit. break it up, you know. But yeah, I mean, we, for hours. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then we ended up in a random town where we like, would be like, we're done driving for the night. Let's get a hotel room. Yeah, but remember that one gas station that the bathroom was like <laughs> definitely a crime scene. Yeah, yeah, everything it about that, so the lighting, the, the like, people. Just, yeah, it was. But weird. we needed gas. We were like, where are we right now? And I didn't have a good answer. <laughs> I was like, um, here, it's fine. Just go pee really fast. We're gonna leave. It might have been Texas because the first night I think we made it to like Amarillo. Yeah. Right? Am- Amarillo. We stopped there. We stopped in St. Louis. St. Louis. So we might have done it in two and a half days. Well, we did a we did a full day of driving. We left Vegas. Yeah. Full day of driving Amarillo. Full mm-hmm. day of driving St. Louis. Half day of driving. Yeah. So, so three and a half days of driving. Yeah. But not staying. Mm-hmm. And I got to cancel the last night in Vegas because we were like, you know what? This trade show is like fine. But we, I was like so homesick. Yeah, You're like, I've been gone for a Way month. Way too long. I'm ready to be back. I was gone for seven weeks, Adrian. Yeah, over a month. I was like, so I miss my husband. So <laughs> I was so ready to get home. So we cat back. We had a few days off separate from one another. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> we spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, like I never felt like we were had awkward moments or yeah weird silences or or too much conversation I felt like we did a good job of yeah I mean when I told people that I was like going on a two-week trip with my boss they were like what Mm -hmm. and I was like well it's okay I mean I was like we're we're friends too but like yeah she is my boss and we're doing we're working, but we're also like playing too. Right. We're celebrating. Thing. Yeah. I feel like the only time like on the trip that we actually got mad was when we got the road rage trying to go to Anaheim. Oh my God. <laughs> because it was Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Weekend. Or, Super yeah. Bowl weekend because we went on a Friday. Mm-hmm. But they were already like blocking stuff off and yes. we had to go by the stadium to like get out. And we did that random photo shoot right at the end mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the guy and I had, had to, to like reschedule. Yeah. Through Airbnb. And it was cool. I mean, I love those pictures. But I was wearing my pink jumpsuit that I love that I wear in a lot of our stuff. And my air conditioning <laughs> went out. 
And yeah. we were in the car for three plus hours yeah, to get drive, to Anaheim. Yeah, from the LA. drive from where we were staying to Anaheim, like it's supposed to be 40 it was like minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. And it took us three and a half hours. Yeah. Like over three for mm-hmm. sure. And I was like the most pissed I've ever been because <laughs> yeah. I hate being hot and yeah. I got so so hot and it kept redirecting us because drank our frappuccinos too quick yeah, we did <laughs> and we're in the car so like we could have stopped but like you know we we're just trying to get out of LA yeah. before it got worse mm-hmm. and goodness because I mean the Bengals played yeah <laughs> so like we were excited because that's cool mm-hmm. but I was like fuck this town I'm getting out of here <laughs> like my fucking air conditioner like I just could not I can't when I get hot I can't control my Shoot, this is a woman self. who like has ice packs yeah. on hand at all times yeah because she'll like come in from being outside and she's like I'm too hot I'm too hot I sit but, in front of a fan I sit on an ice pack while I sew I have one on my back I sleep yeah. with them I hate being hot <laughs> I know summer's not my my vibe but I was born in Vermont and I think it's the snow maybe I was born in the snow. snow baby at heart I think so. I love the snow. Not me, man. <laughs> I can leave that. You're like, leave me alone. <laughs> so we got back and then we ended up having one of our biggest sales months in March of mm-hmm. 2022. And it was a really cool thing because there's this thing in Louisville called Bachfest. Mm-hmm. And Adrian's going to tell you all about it because she looked up all the fun stuff about it. I did. I was curious. So... Bachfest is a beer fest that we do in the neighborhood. And it's basically celebrating all of the German beer. So like the Eisenbach, there's all these different kinds of like Bach beers, which is a type of lager, like a multi lager. And so we have this festival. And because Bach is like something with the Bavarian accent, which is German, yeah. translate to like Billy Goat or something, which mm-hmm. is why the goats, they always race goats at Bachfest. And we're like, why do they do that? And that's why, because it's like a translate to Billy Goat. And then we also in Nulu have two alleyways. One is Billy Goat Strut and the other one is Nanny Goat Strut. And so that's where all the goats come into play. But it's mm-hmm. a big street festival similar to like Nulu Fest, which you may have heard Amanda talk about. It's just another neighborhood event that brings in all the people. Yeah. So we love it. I definitely told them that it was our best day. Yeah. Our best sales day and just celebrated that with a lot of the guests and Mm -hmm. multiple of the guests have had their best sales days or months or just experiences recently. So it was really cool. That's awesome. And that was our best sales day probably of Q1 Mm -hmm. because it just brings so many people. And I mean, you know, a little boozy shopping. Yeah. It's okay. Never hurts. Never hurts. So I do think we should talk a little bit about how on the last season, I spoke about it often because I'm cool with, you know, putting stuff out there in the world and then having to take it back if it doesn't work out. Yeah. But the we have actually gone up to Cincinnati mm-hmm. in um, March or February of last year or sorry, this year. And we viewed like 15 different spaces. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh my God, it was a lot. We sat down, had a really yummy lunch. I did. Another Italian Another place. pasta that I think about often. <laughs> we had like ricotta and honey and mm. fresh made bread. It was so yeah. good. We should definitely just go back just to definitely. have that. I wish I could remember the name of the restaurant. I, it was Pep and Dolores. 
because Colton, oh. whenever Colton and I were up in Cincinnati last, I was like, we've got to go there. We've got to go. That was when we had to take Atticus, yeah. uh, my cat, to have radiation treatment. Oh, my God. But he's doing much better now. Poor little baby Atticus. <laughs> yeah. But, so he was getting his treatment done and mom and dad were out eating pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's just comforting when, yeah. you're, when your baby's going through treatment. So we went up there and we viewed like 15 different spaces. We chose one at lunch yeah. that we were really interested in and we thought we could make the next wow location. And then we communicated that to the team <laughs> that showed us all the spaces, like the realtor basically. And they said that they basically said that they already wanted to put a restaurant oh. in that space where it was like they didn't want to have a, a retail store. Mm-hmm. They wanted a restaurant there, so they weren't going to rent it to us. Yeah. They tried to put us into different locations that we were like, mm. so many different didn't ones. Didn't feel good about. We didn't feel good about them. And I was like, you know, this is the first store outside of Louisville. It's in another state. It was in Cincinnati and OTR, so like downtown Cincinnati. And I just didn't feel comfortable. I was starting to have nightmares about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's never a good sign. No. Well, and just considering also like the way that like the process of finding our space here in town, Mm -hmm. like everything was easy, like led one thing. Yeah, very organic. And I feel like whenever we do find the right next spot, like we'll have that feeling as well. I agree. And I felt really weird about it at first because I knew that I mentioned it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, it doesn't really matter if I've mentioned it, like, I mean, I am somebody who executes their dreams. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But it's more of like, I felt, I felt like it wasn't right. And I didn't need to hold up anyone else's expectation for what was right for my business and what was right for us. And I felt comfortable letting that go. And then I was like, well, maybe there's a space somewhere else, you know, that would really work out. So in Q2, when we pick up the episode um, next time, we will tell you all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we could get through two quarters, but Q1 was chatty Cathy's. Chatty Cathy's today. Well, maybe we can do Q2 and Q3 or something. We'll figure it out. Whatever happens and whatever comes out of our mouths today is what's supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just proud of us for being present and allowing us to relive Mm -hmm. the fun celebration of having our relationship for the past three years at that time. Yeah. It was a really beautiful trip. It was great. And I think that it also like gave us time to understand how we work, you know, in a work setting and personal life, you know, like you just, I feel like I knew more about you afterwards and know like just how you function. <laughs> that also helps yeah. in at work as well. Yeah, I agree. I felt very, and I wasn't like nervous or anything being together that long. I was like, oh, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. But I also knew like, I got to make sure, you know, Amanda, you got to shut up every once in a while. <laughs> That's why we listen to Morbid. So I didn't talk for four days straight, <laughs> which I mean, I can't really do, but yeah. I could try. And so I, I felt very good about that entire experience. And I really just wanted to celebrate you and celebrate us and just yeah. celebrate everything that we've created together because. It has been such a difficult road with the pandemic and business loans and um, mm-hmm. transitions, even transitions, employees. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had some different stuff going on with that over the past few years. Yeah. So it's just hard to 
It's hard to always step back and celebrate, but when you can and when you can afford it, which we had some cash at the time because mm-hmm. it's right after holiday yeah, where we get all our cash, <laughs> that's definitely the time to do it. Yeah. So if you have employees and maybe you haven't been able to celebrate them as much as you would like to yet, just make sure to set aside that time and to save a little bit each month or something to be able to, you don't have to take them to LA for two weeks. <laughs> But do what you can. Yeah, do some, some team bonding. Mm-hmm. It helps. And if I could have done those things before and if they were safe, yeah, <laughs> we would have. So the fact that we got to kind of catch up and catch up on the celebrations and mm-hmm. do everything that I knew you would love. Yeah. It, it was so fun. We had so much fun. So fun. <laughs> and like we did so many different things that, you know, we just wouldn't have been able to do individually or wouldn't maybe have done them in this time frame or whatever. Yeah. And it gave us, you know, that's additional time that you're quote unquote on vacation, uh-huh. <laughs> even though I know it was, a, it was a lot of work too. Yeah. But we figured it out. We did. And we drove back that car that was so packed full. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> it made it up hills. I know. Like if we would have actually driven through Colorado, I don't yeah. know if we would have made it. Well, one, there was a snowstorm happening. Yeah, we had to so figure like, out which way to go, north or south. couldn't go that way. And mm-hmm. it's a good thing because really I don't think thing. the car could have handled the mountains either because yeah. it was packed. She was heavy. So much stuff. <laughs> so she was dragging a little. Yeah. She's still around. She's okay. <laughs> but yeah, we bought a bunch of fabric. and Yeah. And then I had my giant suitcase yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I got so much shit out there, like from designers and I got to like just shop from like really quality places. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just cool. It was just such a cool experience and it made me feel, you know, just so happy to spend that time with you. Yeah. And to celebrate you. (laughs) Well, let's wrap it up here and then we'll see if we can get through to the next time. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Adrian. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, moneymakers, for listening. And moneymakers, go out there and make that money. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram, at womanowned.wallet, and on TikTok, at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.